everyone. Welcome to Spooled, the podcast from your favorite fly shop, the Northern Angler, here in Traverse City, Michigan. It's episode four. Again, I am joined with my friends, Joe King and Jake Bellner. And we're in the basement, just uh, as they say, chopping it up. I thought we'd all do it on on cue together. Yeah, one, two, three. Chopping Chopping it it up. up. (laughs) <laughs> oh, gosh. oh we're having fun with Yikes. this so <laughs> if you missed last episode we we finally reveal the paris hilton incident story where she comes to the shop uh and the producers abuse jake and i a little bit <laughs> uh joe takes an embarrassing picture with her as does Jake, as we all do. Let's be honest. You know, I had to crop that. <laughs> How hard did you crop that oh, thing? There's like 18% of the photo is. All right. So I, I had to crop it to like do a summer recap. Right. For my, for my day job. Oh, dear. So when everybody came back at the end of the summer, uh, I, I, I showed that picture, but I cropped it. So it was like, uh, how shall we say upper chest and up? And Just headshots. Just headshots. I'm cropping it for, I'm cropping it for me. That's fair. Collarbones and up. Clavicles like and up. Yearbook photo in Paris Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Here we are. But it was a fun day. Um, worth a listen. Uh, it's a lot of us goofing off, kind of feeling each other out on the on the on yeah. the podcast front here. So because this it's is fun. it's fun. It's goofy, you know, it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Today we're going to be telling a story from this past summer where uh, if you follow our YouTube page at all, which, by the way, is uh, YouTube.com slash the Northern Angler Fly Shop, we did a vlog after one of our smallmouth bass trips, uh, which took place a little bit south of town and where we like to fish in the summer. And uh, Joe, unfortunately, was... Uh, after the trip, although had some fun, was left without a catalytic converter on mm. his truck, which made it not really drivable. Let me tell you guys, it was an expensive summer. It was. I mean, yeah, that was one. And there was like one. eight things that happened. I lost yeah. a phone, 900 rods, it felt like. <laughs> catalytic converter you started working at a fly shop started working at a fly shop there goes your summer funds <laughs> i'll tell you that much Holy. but think of all the cool fly tying stuff you took oh home it was great it was so I much mean, fun i got way better at fishing and fly tying from being surrounded by <laughs> you jabronis all the time we do our best yeah we try a great job we try so but smallmouth fishing is something kind of you know we at least i've discovered in the past two years you know i started catching smallmouth on some of the local lakes here and i've always been more of a a trout guy you know kind of really got into fishing out west and then started to fall in love with pike here and then occasionally we catch some some largemouth but then fishing some of the colder lakes up here started getting into smallmouth and man they fight so well and we've been playing a little bit more on the rivers you know once our trout fishery gets real warm once we get to you know mid-july a lot of times if you're trout fishing you gotta do it early in the morning Mm. or late at night and that doesn't always work for the work schedule so a few of us have been making some day trips and exploring some different water and 
luckily for me, I've got Indiana Jake over here <laughs> that just lives for smallmouth. I'll, I'll, I mean, you perked up so fast. We caught that first fish on our first trip last year. And I mean, I've never seen you fish so intensely ever. I don't think. Yeah. So like Matt said, I'm, I'm from Indiana. I uh, grew up fly fishing for smallmouth bass on all of our beautiful farm runoff rivers. Not to discredit those rivers. They are pretty nice, but they're nothing like the rivers up here. Um, but that's what I grew up doing. That's how I learned how to fly fish. That was the first experience I had with moving water and fishing. Um, but that wasn't my intent when I decided to move up here. I was ready to chase that trout bum dream. Wanted to learn everything I could about trout and just get really good at it and just live, breathe trout fishing. And you've given up now. Is that right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> because you, well, if, if I've learned anything is you'll probably, I mean, none of us will know everything. Yeah. It's, that's kind of my mindset with trout. Yep. So yeah, like I, as soon as we went on that trip, I was ready to just dive right back into smallmouth fishing. I mean, it was, it's something like I said, I grew up doing it and it's not to discredit trout, but nothing beats getting ripped up by a smallmouth bass. It's so fun. Top water, subsurface, no matter what. I mean, even Matt, I remember that first trip, we weren't catching a ton of big fish no. until all of a sudden you got thumped so hard that you said, I it was, I mean, it was, you'd caught your first fish. We'd gone a few bends down from the ramp and we've, we had left the, the, the floating flotilla of bikinis behind briefly. <laughs> Although those were the, only people we saw all yeah, day, which was, was amazing. Yeah, I was. Tr I'm trying to look here on my phone when that. I, was gonna say, I when think that, that trip was a was. weekend. Here, I got it here. It was in August, actually. Yeah, I think, <laughs> which is shocking. I mean, that's pretty pretty late. Uh, <laughs> I find different pictures. Anyways, um, yeah, you caught that first fish, and then I think I started fishing a little bit after that, and I just got my rod almost ripped out of my hand. I wasn't expecting it. I mean, yeah. just scary take yeah and then boom it was gone i never saw it but the head man i don't know i probably wasn't even that big of a fish because they fight for the so size hard. i think they fight a lot better than our trout unfortunately um i still love the trout take mm -hmm. is so wonderful but it's it's really tough to it's like hooking into a brick it is it's awesome it's, even luke and we'll talk about luke on this trip i'm Neil? sure <laughs> Neil, um, <laughs> I remember he his first he was he was a little apprehensive about going out smallmouth fishing. You know, he was coming yeah. back from school or he was mm -hmm. heading back to school, and he's yeah. you know I don't it was we, on the way. Yeah, we convinced him not to go trout fishing and to come smallmouth fishing with us. And I remember he looked at me. He's like, I just got my butt kicked by a twelve inch smallmouth. I'm never trout fishing again. And he was joking, of course, but I mean, I could you see it on his face. He was like, I mean, he had a seven weight vice, which if you know anything about the vice, it's a pretty stout rod. Yep, and it was double bent over. And he couldn't even handle it. Yeah, I mean, we were making fun of him later because it's like, man, you can't handle it. I mean, it. there's not even that much current where we're fishing either. I mean, these are very moderate current rivers where we're fishing. I mean, we were fishing some sink tips, and we probably should have been floating or fishing floating lines with just maybe intermediate tips on yeah, them. Probably. You know, maybe a, a sink two, three kind of versaliter would have been plenty. Yeah. And these fish are – because you're, you're doing a lot more – suspending of flies in the summer you don't you're not dredging necessarily the water's too warm for that and these fish have they just get hungrier 
as the warm the warm water goes and and they fish the paws a lot and they just rip it. It's so much fun. And it's so cool because that time of the year it's usually typically lower water, yeah. clearer water. So you get to see all the action. I mean, if you pick a log where you think yeah. there's a fish, I mean, hold on, you're going to see a fish shoot out. It's of it. fun because you can see the structure. And you start to identify where you're catching fish. Yep. You're like, okay, that's the kind of structure these fish like. You know, you know. Obviously, we we rode through a fair amount of sand flats mm-hmm. when we went, and you're just not going to find them in that. But they want they want like most fish, they want some access to shelter and a place where they can find some food, ambush it. So, yeah. but I this mean, because I grew up in Pennsylvania on the Allegheny. Uh, if anybody knows that river, like Lock Nine area, and it was a decent smallmouth fishery. But my that's how my summer started. Was as soon as I got out of school, went down and visited my dad. And I mean, we had a day filled with 16, 18 inch fish. I had a twenty plus on through threw me off. And just to think about how good of a resource there was there growing up that I didn't take advantage of, and then seeing them like where we went it. They don't really compare. I mean, trout are awesome. They're beautiful. It's a challenge. I feel like you can learn the structure, but you take a bet as to when they're going to eat. Smallmouth, you find the structure, and there's a much better chance they're going to eat. But yeah, if you're a trout fisherman, you you definitely have to appreciate the challenge. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, and the delicacy you need. I think smallmouth are beautiful. They're oh, I do too. Such cool looking fish. They're so varied in in how they look depending on where they're. You know, good get those real dark bronze ones, but. The light ones out of the bay with the stripes on the cheek and tiger stripes down the body, they're beautiful. They fight. They just so fight hard. so they're hard. All muscle. Is there? There. I think they're closer to like a bluegill family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think they are in the bluegill and family. I'll tell you this. Uh, <laughs> I love when Joe tells us stuff. Yeah. It's <laughs> I, 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 I tell people a lot of things. Uh, well, you're a teacher, Joe. <laughs> it's your job to tell. I, people I tell you what. Like, I tell you years, what. <laughs> Fifteen years into. Into teaching, I'm just it, everything I say is just gonna be. Like, listen here, kids. I tell you, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Listen here, listeners. I'll tell you this. <laughs> smallmouth bass versus largemouth. Oh, there's I would take, no competition. Me too. Out of 10 yeah. times. Me too. Yeah, in every way. Yep. Even the lake. Fi- I mean, the lake fish. Just we went out. Uh, Jake and I went out just goofing around um, this past summer. And we ended up, you know, you caught one fish and it just, I mean, it almost towed us around and it wasn't huge. It was probably, you know, 16, 17 yeah. inch fish. Then we ended up catching a, what, a bowfin later? Yeah, we ended up catching. That was kind of cool. We caught a bowfin. Oh. Then we ended up sight fishing to the two others that were in that whole I know. Group. I've never seen bait balls like that. Just, oh. just, just tons of shiny bait. That was really cool. It was so, so cool. Early spring? Yeah. No, 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 summer. Cause that was the summer actually. Yeah. It was kind of strange. Hmm. You know, found some shallow weed beds, but yeah. So anyways, let's tell, let's, uh, have you all re, uh, retell the story because there's some, I mean, you all know the conclusion, right? I mean, we all know that Joe ends up without a catalytic converter, right? I mean, but the, the way you got there, has some fun too because there's some there's a cast of characters along yeah. the way. It it was a it was a true and outfits adventure. and things like that. So yeah. yeah, as as that's what I I don't know I don't know about you guys. I I think part of the reason I love the smallmouth thing so much is because 
it takes me back to when I was first starting to fish and going and everything's new. I mean, new yeah. river and it's just this, Adventure. you know, you're kind of overwhelmed with all the stuff you're trying to take in in the best way. Yeah. And it's just exciting. And I think so. sometimes when you start fishing a river over and over again, it's easy to lose confidence when you're not catching fish. Yes. Yeah. Very Whereas great in a point. new river, you don't know if there's a fish in this spot, this spot, and this spot. So every fun. cast is open. And that's what really keeps me going on those new rivers. Yeah. That's a that's a great point. So should we start from the very beginning? Yeah, and I think this is your because you had more in the like setup than I did. Okay. So like any other fishing trip we've had, plans aren't <laughs> I mean <laughs> We should just do a whole podcast on did we talked about that? Yeah, about float trips are never easy. Oh my gosh. Something always goes wrong. You're taking two to three egos, two to three sets of plans, <laughs> and trying to come up with one unified setup. And it's just, yeah, it's a joke most of the time, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. So we had Luke in town um, just before he was going back to school. He's another, um, used to be full or, or full season. Now he's in school, so he's just summer help. Um, and we were talking about the night before where we're going to go fishing. Guarantee he's listening to this. Oh, yeah. Hi, Hi Luke. Luke. Hi, Luke. <laughs> and, uh, you know, 1030 comes around. We really haven't figured out where we're going to fish. And we're like, all right, yeah, we'll, we'll probably go smallmouth fishing, but whatever. We'll just kind of play it by ear. And, again, it's a end of summer, super hot out. Instead of, you know, having a plan going into it and we're going to get up at 730, be on the water, have the day to fish. Um, Yuck. Yeah, that's gross. We're going to wait until the <laughs> very last minute to figure out not only who's going with us, but what river we're going to fish, whose cars we're going to take, all this good stuff. So I pull into the fly shop around 1030, and the lights aren't on. Now, granted, we open at 10. I know. It's <laughs> such a... So I call Matt. I'm like, hey, uh, nobody's at the shop. And at this point, it was going to be me, Matt, and Joe here. That were yeah, I think fishing. I had the boat hooked up at home. I was, no, was like was, packing stuff up. It was it was uh, YouTube. Was the oh boat? yeah, it was me. It was Luke's last day. It was his last. You know, oh, last time. it was me. Oh, you that's and right. Luke. He was going back down yeah. to school that day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Ten thirty comes around. There's a little miscommunication in the scheduling. I call Matt. Call Joe. And me it's and a very Matt, nice way to put it. Yeah. That's fine. We call that a snafu. It was a snafu. Nothing's ever easy. And we're moving on. And (laughs) (laughs) No fingers pointed. (laughs) Good job, guys. Long story short, after (laughs) the battle ensues of who's going to work the shop, who's going to go fishing, Matt notably nobly took the idea to work at the shop, and me, Joe, and Luke set out on our adventure. And I'm sitting at home thinking nothing's going on, and then randomly I get a text. Go fishing today. On the hot on a boat. You got the hotline. Of course. I'm pretty yes. sure you told Joe, "Hey, you're going fishing." Uh, yeah, because I felt really, horrible. really had to make horrible. you go. Yeah, yeah, because I felt really bad. I was like, Matt, I can, you know, I can watch a shop, and Matt's a great person. So he I'm fell, blushing. fell on Jeez. the sword, like a good Brutus. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my gosh, that was brutal. Uh, but Matt was very, very kind and, and strongly encouraged me to go. And it cost me a catalytic converter. <laughs> it's my fault. I did not this pay for it. This is not true. This is Moral not true. The story. <laughs> um, that's it. That's the episode. That's yeah. All right. See you next time, everybody. <laughs> oh my god. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs> so oh we do. Gosh. We figure out our crew who's going. We still haven't figured out what float we're doing. 
We know where we're going, but we're we're I think debating. You guys l- just started driving south, and I just I just started sending you pins. Yeah, I was yeah, like, like, so if we go in here, here's your long? entry point. Here's what you're taking out. Here's the hour of is the flow. Is this a boat launch? Or I, is, we I had remember a f- being frustrated. Well, remember, it was a new river, so. I remember having the boat and being like, where am I taking this boat that isn't even mine? Where are we going? I'm getting text part of the way down. And I'm like, all right, great. I'll tell it. you where uh, to go. I'm pretty sure I called you because me and Luke rode together and you were yes. in the other car. I'm yep. pretty sure I called you like five times. No, nah, we're going to go do this. We're going to go do this. <laughs> oh, uh, my gosh. Head south. We'll let you know. This is a total mess. Um, and we finally get to the river. Mm-hmm. We figure out what we're going to do. Yep. Um, and it was super hot out the day. It was awesome. Yeah. We knew we were going to go swimming and stuff. Um, get the boat in. Everything's great. Yes. Um, you know, we start fishing, start picking apart the river. Um, I forgot to mention one key part of our crew. Uh, so usually when you go fishing, you know, you have your normal fishing outfit. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> we all have an outfit. So it's true. I, it's like lucky socks. You gotta have a setup. Yeah. I at least I, have a hat. There's a very specific hat. I wear a bug stopper shirt every single time I go fishing. Oh, yeah. and I know. You make fun of me for that. I wear the blue check shirt every time. I know you do. Every time. Every time. Um, Luke takes a different approach. So Luke, as Matt said, he took a way different approach. And he decided to go full, not Neil Armstrong, but... (laughs) Lucas. (laughs) What? Wait. What? Lucas. Lance Armstrong Lance. is, I think, the answer we're trying to <laughs> land for. Um, goodness, messy. If if Luke didn't look, man, he looked just fast. Oh. Like he, fast, fast is the only way to describe how Luke looked on the river. I mean, he looks like, like he I sail a boat. I thought he that, or I thought he was going to have like the water bottle uh, waist belt. Oh, like with yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So you get hydration quick for sure. You know, like. Yeah. Because everything else is quick. Yeah. Fast. Sunglasses. How quick. short were his shorts that day? Two inch in seam. Your face just twitched. Mm-hmm. Thinking it's about it. <laughs> short enough. Luke, we love you. <laughs> he probably shouldn't squat wearing those shorts. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you, Luke. <laughs> That's were, a compliment, friend. They were really short. <laughs> really short. Uh, what was the top like? See, I wasn't there for this. Well, no, he came in and I was like, well, that's what you're wearing. You're quarter going zipped. zipped. Well, you got to zip the zip. A nice, a nice quarter zip, fully zipped. Um, I think it was a, sh- my, hold on. It wasn't just a quarter zip. It was a quarter zip, a short zip. sleeve shirt. It was like a, it was like a running shirt. Yeah. It was like a yachting shirt. Yeah. yeah. So how was the fishing besides the outfits? Oh, once you man. got there, once you got your fi- float figured it, out. It was hard because... E- for me, at least, like I went into smallmouth fishing with a concept of how to how to fish for them, and we had to sort through wrong approaches and finding the right water and how to attack it. Um, so it was tough, and then it was really good, and then it got tough again. But when it was really good, it was so much fun. And that day was like, I think about that day kind of like uh, like when you're kids and you kind of get that like. You go out into the woods, you hit the water, you run around with your friends all day, do whatever. It had that very casual, adventure, fun feel to it. Like, we were going down the river, you get hot, pull over, find a nice hole, swim, mess around, just kind of hang out with your friends, catch some fish. Yeah. It was great. 
very low stress fishing day. Yeah, super. It's the ultimate. And I mean, it was perfect because we had that perfect balance of we got to go swimming, yep, learn new water, do all that fun stuff, catch but fish, catch fish. Yeah, you guys got some with your nice yeah. fish. I was pretty jealous, honestly, of the, some of the pictures you guys were sending me. Yeah, it was like Joe said, it was like being a kid again. Yeah, it was and great. We were just it was like we were in a lazy river. We just float, and it was. Yeah. It was a long float. I think you guys did at yeah. least eight hours or more. Mm, yeah, pretty close. I thought it was more than oh, eight, eight we, or we nine. We pulled over a bunch of times. Yeah, yeah, but we were messing. Remember, up. you didn't even hit the road until like ten thirty. Till like ten thirty. I, mean, I think we hit the water at like one one thirty, and we yeah. got off because the shuttle took a little longer because we had to see if the boat ramp was an actual boat ramp. That was my fault. Sorry, Sat Images and Onyx <laughs> are only so good. I I should have <laughs> known. I. Which I don't think it was. I was just the, I think it's private. It was a private. Road. I remember driving over that bridge and looking down at at the launch and going like, "Oh man, let's see how this goes." Yeah. yeah. So, did you meet any colorful characters along the way? Like I said, it was like being a kid again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and this is something, at least for me, I've always heard stories of. Sure. And I always thought it was just, you know, I'm I'm new here in a fly shop and people are gonna be like, Oh yeah, you're gonna go out on the river and this is this is gonna happen to you. It's gonna be the best day of your yeah. life. This actually happened to me with Brian too. I'll tell that story after you tell this. Like, uh, I guess it is a real thing. It's a thing. <laughs> um I yeah, I never heard of it until this summer. Oh yeah. And then it happened. It happens. <laughs> Super awkward. We'll get there. I blame Miller Coming time. Up. I blame Miller time for that <laughs> this this sort of activity. Bud diesels. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming down the river, and uh, we start hearing people talk, and we hadn't seen anybody that day. No. And the river was to ourselves, and we pull up, and uh, we see this big group of people, like, on a beach or something. They had been kayaking, intertubing. They had passed us at one point. Okay, we so. Were, we were pulled over, and they floated by, and, and we waved at them. That's right, that's you know, right. We're just, yeah. like, super friendly, and then, you know, we're fishing, so so I think, Bacon, you were on, you know, you were rowing most of the day. So, you know, you're, you're back rowing like yeah. you do when you're fishing from a boat. And then eventually we caught up to them on a sandbar, swimming, carrying on, et cetera. <laughs> so, you know, they say hi to us. Yeah. You say hi back. Very friendly again. They're a little more lit up, if I should put it properly, than they were before we saw them. Still very friendly. So this time when we say hi to them um, and they say hi back, one of the guys propositioned us yeah with, uh, uh what some would say is an inappropriate um display that didn't come out right at all pretty much that sounded the, weird the guy looks Just say at it. us and goes do you want to see my wife's <laughs> and <laughs> <laughs> it was okay so so at this point <laughs> <laughs> so at this point I'm rowing and I've rowed like not that much in my life and it's just dead silent in the boat nobody has any idea how to respond at all and so I, I want to be polite but it's it really threw me off and so I just go oh it's a beautiful day today isn't it <laughs> and I just, just keep, totally I just, ignore I just keep on eye. rowing like Come on, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be a good Catholic boy like my mom raised me to be. And this man's trying to ruin my day. What? <laughs> He's trying to enrich it. Pro- oh, yeah, sure, you know, perspective, perspective. And I'm pretty sure her top was off already at this point. 
You didn't tell me this part. Well, oh well. But you guys saw it. I want to know what their conversations were. Oh my gosh! After you just were like, "No, we're good." Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful day. All right. It's a beautiful day. Have a good one. And my I favorite part. So hard. Because like, what do you say? Yes, you're. Ooh, man. Uh, that's, well, know, I'll tell you what little, Brian little said weird. when we were musky fishing in the UP. No, you're rude. <laughs> because we had a kind of a party pontoon boat cruising up and down the river, and mm-hmm. I mean, they, I, you know, pick your '80s hair band. They were jamming to it. Um, Guns and Roses. Is that '80s? I don't know. No, yeah. definitely yeah, that's not. 80s Is sure. it? Yep. Okay. <laughs> they just pull up alongside us, you know, wave and. And they go up river and they come back and the guy totally asks the same, like the yeah. same question. What? Hey, do you guys want to see, you know, and you know, my favorite part is that Brian didn't even register it. And he's like, yeah, we'd love a beer. <laughs> 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 we would love a beer. We just caught some musky, man. <laughs> like just way over his head, just poof. Out. And I'm like, Brian, I don't think you even heard what he asked you. He's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) It was so funny. Uh, I had a, I had a pretty good laugh at that one. So. Oh, I laughed so hard after you said that. Because, I mean, I was just glad you said something because I didn't know what I was going to say. Everyone. Well, it sounds like everyone froze. You could have counted down. Who's going to make the decision here? I've only heard rumors of this happening. It's happening to me. (laughs) What do I do? It was utter panic in the boat. And like I said, it's like, you don't want to be rude, but it's just not, not a good, you know, I'm not going to say yes. It's not the move. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the move. It, it was, wasn't it gas. Was, yeah. So after that, fishing got good again. <laughs> yeah, it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Fun turn of, yeah, it turn of events. What kind of flies were you guys throwing? It took a little bit of time to it figure did. out. It did. I mean, I had a, because I had fished that section, not that section, but a section about it before, and I had talked to some people about, you know, what colors to look for and what kind yeah. of imitations. We had gotten some good good suggestions from some people who came into the shop too yeah so it was really it did matter about color yeah for sure truly mattered it wasn't when we talk about we caught fish and it's a little bit it still wasn't easy no i mean there's a lot of trial and error and these fish aren't dumb no and we get we got responses but getting for me at least getting a commitment was was kind of hard yeah and times i think for me coming again from going from smallmouth to trout and then back to smallmouth it took me a little bit to get used to not stripping in like I'm stripping a streamer for a trout. Yep. Me too. Like you really got to slow it down, let mm-hmm. that fly let work. Let it pause, let, let it pause. flutter. Yeah. Um, so we keep floating down the river. Um, we run into Mullet Man. Do you remember the... Yeah, the guy who was just kind of drifting um, worms yeah. underneath the bobber. Yeah, and he had the most killer mullet I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and the fish is starting to slow down as the sun went down. Yeah, for sure, which was surprising. I it, thought it I mean, would pick it really, up. I think Luke got one topwater hit, and that was it. Yeah. I know. When we were down there, it was, we tried some topwater, and we got, we got some, it, like, stuff would come up and nose it, but yeah. no, nothing committal. Man, I love it whenever they come up and look at it. Smallmouth have such a, I'm, you know, pretty novice in my experience with them, but they have such a particular way to come up, and you just see one eye come out of this yeah. sort of tannin-colored water. And follow it, even if you don't get the eat. It's so cool to do that. Like streamers, you'd work a streamer through and just see faces come out of nowhere sure. and just kind of follow it. Yeah. Um, I found that yet again for me, those little jig streamers is what what sealed the deal for me. And yeah. In a you know at that because time the, the previous time we had been down there, 
you know, kind of the bad hair day swim style, mm-hmm. neutrally buoyant flies, kind of like what uh, we just did a live fly tying on YouTube with Kevin Feenstra uh, two days ago or so, a few days ago, probably now when this goes live. And he did some really cool craft fur goby patterns, you yeah. know, really minimal weight, that kind of thing. And that's not always the thing. It's I love it when that's the thing and we don't have to fish real deep because it's mm-hmm. it's more visual fishing those mm. and it's not you're hanging up a lot less and you're it's just fun doing that but yeah. Yeah, so uh, a little bit more flashy stuff what, the what lines were you guys throwing oh shoot i had the curiosity it's not the it was the line before the predator i forget what it's called big nasty the big nasty yeah. the 4d big nasty yeah which is actually a it's a good line and i because you have it in the lighter weight it comes in a few different weights i have it in the i th- Two, three, I think. Which would be perfect. But I think it my was next low line water down there. is going to be that predator line in that same size. Because it was thing perfect. It's a beast. Yeah. It's a cannon. It's crazy. It's like a, it's like a, you know, an integrated Skagit head. <laughs> Almost. It's yeah. so big. Yeah. Uh, I was doing, man, I can't remember what the fish came on, but I was doing a floating line. I think I was doing floating with the jig just to get that like vertical hop. Yep. Um, and then, you know, my line selection is a little limited because I've only got so much stuff. Um, but the FI three, five, four D big nasty. Yeah. That one. I've, I've, I've really liked that from boats lately. That's worked because, because I fish it so much. I've gotten used to it. Right. I hated it in the beginning, but now that I'm used to it, I like it a lot. I think, I mean, do you get, have you guys thought about your small mouth setup for next year? I've definitely yeah, thought I, about sure. what I'm going to, yep. what I'd like to go to. Yeah. Intermediate. I need an intermediate line. I, I might. Think. I might stick with the I three five. I'm I'm thinking about going I two three. I mean, I'm thinking about going to a floating long head with a a setup of the SA sonar leaders, or just you know whatever poly leaders. Yeah, you know, in ten or twelve feet, that worked real well for me fairly early in the spring when we had low water, mm-hmm. and then in the summer. The sink tip I was trying to throw, it's like a 200, much. 250 grain, just a, a regular 25-foot sink tip was way too much. And we had, because of that, we had to strip, I think, faster. And you couldn't emphasize I think we yeah. we could have had more fish because we were we had, we had didn't want to hang up on everything. Man, I feel like that pauses now that I'm thinking about how you guys are talking about that. That's It's that way with floating because I fish a lot of, like, diver-style flies, yeah. and it's... You get a lot of eats on the rod. It's the yep. kill shot. A lot of yep. eats on the rod. So I think still having a, a sink tip, depending on what our water mm-hmm. year is like, is, is key. But, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I like that that long floating head, whether it's an Adro or Titan Long or, you know, one of the Rio lines or even that floating streamer from Airflow. There's so many good lines. I think we're going to do a sink tip shootout even since i put it on the sounds podcast great. it sounds yeah. like we have to do it now committed someone will call <laughs> us out on that if we run out of time but it gives That's us okay. an excuse to go fish right yeah. so so slightly uh, uh a tangent we're all about tangents. how does how does your setup change because you guys have done smallies on lakes more than i have mm-hmm. more pike and large mouth in lakes yeah. how does your smallie lake setup differ same rod weight uh i tend to run different I mean, a, a spool system is ideal. Yeah. Lamps because three pack. every day, yeah, three I mean, pack. really Lamps the three-pack pack is just, awesome. it's a no-brainer. 
Yeah. And I've been running the the multi-density SA Titan heads. So 357 is the heavy one, uh, I-35, and then you can play with, sometimes you get them in real shallow in the reeds and you can do the just the floating head with the, with the fly with some cones or something. You guys know this, but that 357, I love it. Especially on a windy day. It'll get down, though. It it's, punches. You yeah, need it to, does. It like, does. It, but on a lake, what are you going to get caught up on? Right. Especially if you're filling Later on in the summer, yeah. if they start going off the shelves, I like it for that. And on a windy day, sometimes you can get a good bite. And it's I like not it. annoying I, at all. My big thing, though, I mean, if you, because I like to really fish some jiggy stuff in the lakes. Yeah, you can't do it with that. I, you can't. It's too heavy. You got to have something. You got to have something that's not getting down mm-hmm. and you rely on the weight of the fly. Yep. yep. You know, any sort of clouser pattern. You know, you want to bounce along the bottom. That's not the line for you. No, 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 no. But if you're fishing something buoyant, you got bucktail, you know, yes. maybe a yep. hollow style fly. And that's what I mostly throw. Yeah. At. Yeah. Match. I mean, that's a, that's a great point, Joe. A lot of people don't think is, you know, match your line to your fly and your fly to your line. And, and then also, of course, what the heck you're fishing in the water. So, yep. You got a lot of variables to play with. Lamps and three pack. <laughs> I, man, and there's just not one line that's no. For you should. I mean, if you're fishing lakes, you're going to need more than unless you're out there every single day. But I've been there out plenty of times. Well, this spot worked yesterday. This spot and nothing, nothing, nothing. So, and uh, Lamson Remix 3D or three pack, awesome folks at Lamson, awesome. I made a really dumb mistake. We're not fishing for sponsorship at all. No, 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 no. no. I'm just kidding. No. What? What? We just, we, just like, we just like gear. What can we say? No. They, uh, I had to deal with their customer service because I made a dumb mistake and broke something, and they were awesome. They were it responded right away, got me fixed up, and it's so nice to take one little pack out, and you can cover any fishing situation you're going to have. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff's great. Anyway, so the float. The float. Yeah. Yeah. Detour. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> Uh, it's starting to get dark at this point. You yeah. know, like I said, fishing had started to slow down. Um, and we were pretty satisfied with the day. I mean, yeah, it was a great day. The sun was setting. It was still a clear sky, still warm out, had that muggy kind of bite in the air. Um, so we were really happy. And, you know, we did a last ditch effort to throw some boogle bugs, topwater mm-hmm. flies at night just to see. Once we realized it's not going to happen, the bite kind of shut off. Ford paddled out of there. We got to the boat ramp at what? Like 11 o'clock? Uh, no, 10? No. 10.30? We get out. Me and Luke are just yep. kind of talking about the day, hanging by the mm-hmm. boat. Um, Joe's going to go get his car, bring the trailer down so we can get the heck out of there. <sighs> <laughs> so. Uh, I'll go walking up the hill. And it's a decent walk from the ramp to the hill. Not far. It's not but, that far. But it's far enough that you can't see the car. No. Okay. Yeah. And. Sure. And I parked at the far end of the lot just because I had no idea who was going to show up. You parked up what. right by the road. I mean, I mean, I couldn't park at the bottom. The, so when we showed up, the bottom was filled with people fishing from the bank because it was uh, there was a big hole right there. Yeah, yeah. And that I remember seeing everybody there. I'm like, sure. I don't know how I feel about this. Um, and so I walk up the hill, walk to the truck. Great, awesome day of fishing. I'm tired. Like to go home. Open up the car or the truck. Throw the keys in, and it goes. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts going. I go, 
And, I, you know, you're tired after a day of fishing in the sun, and you just go, is this real? <laughs> what is going on? And so immediately I'm like, ah, just try it again. If you just, like, shut it off and turn it on, it's it'll be fine. Nintendo fix that. Just yeah. total reset. Just blow on the steering wheel real quick, <laughs> yeah. put the keys back in, and start it up again. And <laughs> again. <laughs> And I start, I pulled out my phone. I was, I was going to call, uh, bacon and Luke. And then I see some flashlights walk, coming up at me at a, at a brisk pace, we'll say. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, what'd you, what'd you think whenever you heard of bacon? Luke looks at me and he, he goes, I didn't know Joe's car sounds like that. <laughs> yeah. I go, yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> we should probably get up there. <laughs> and I just see Joe stand by his car and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> And I had no idea what happened. I'm like, oh, my God, this thing broke. Oh, my. It's done. It's dead. Hey, Joe, is everything okay? <laughs> no, it's not okay. Do you hear that thing? Can you hear it? Yeah, we can hear it. Houston, we have a problem. And I'm, and I'm like, what is going on? I thought something seriously went wrong. And then Luke, as much as, we, as much as we've dogged on his outfit, knew exactly where to look. So he, he went underneath the, uh, the truck and went, Huh. Huh. That would have been my response to. Huh. Hey, yeah. we got a problem here, Joe. Oh, Looks there's like your problem. Your, uh, catalytic converter's been chopped out, or something's been chopped out. I don't Saw even know line. if we knew it was, uh, uh, as they say in the car industry, that cat. <laughs> oh. oh, my gosh. <laughs> the face Joe just made. It's <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> yeah. precious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, uh, so we crawl underneath one at a time and take a look at it, and you can just see right where the, the piping had been cut off. And so I'm like, okay, now what do we do? There's a couple of things that need to go into place because Luke needs to get to school because he's moving in that weekend. I think he had a little bit of time to move, but he, he still had a two-hour drive. Yeah. It's late. To school. It was pretty late. It yeah. was at least at least 10 by this point, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so it was, okay, we got to figure out how we're going to get home. I, I, I knew I probably could drive it, but I didn't want to get pulled over and I didn't want to do some damage that insurance wouldn't cover. So we're thinking, all right, let's Plus get your sensors would have gone nuts. Nuts. I guarantee that. And who yeah. knows if those were lasted. Right. So then the other part is we have to file a, a police report. So I called the non-emergency line and talked to the, uh, the, the county sheriff's office down uh, where we were. And, you know, it's, uh, it took a while to, to get there because uh, it's, a, it's a big area. And at some point, I believe Jake called me. Yeah. Hey, man. I think I, I, I like, I buttered into it. I buttered and feathered. I was like, so I know. I knew immediately come. something was wrong. You couldn't come fishing with us today and you had to work the shop, but can we have a problem? Yep. And that's how I open up anything with Matt whenever there's a problem. Like, don't freak out. <laughs> We're fine. Everything's okay. We've made a couple of those calls this summer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was going to say, I get them mixed up now. We've had enough of those this summer. Enough events. Like I said earlier, it was an experience of summer. <laughs> so Jake calls me. It's at least it's at least ten thirty at this point. Yeah, at least. Yeah. Uh, luckily, Annie, my wife, volunteers to to co pilot. Actually, she would not let me leave just solo because yep. she she knew we need two people to stay awake because it's not a short drive from our house. It's at least an hour and a half. Yeah, because you yeah. tack on, you've got some extra time. Yep. Because I'm a little bit out of traverse, yep. so we hit the road. I don't think I got down there until at least midnight. 
Yeah. We yeah. were we were hanging out. Uh, I pulled in and uh, Jake was passed out. Totally the, zonked out. Yeah. On the trailer. On the, asleep. Yeah, on the trailer. I mean, I parked the car, got out, and like stood next to him and he was asleep. I had to shake the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I was to out. Wake yeah. him up. We unhooked the trailer. Oh, yeah. We hooked. We No, I backed the car up. Yeah. And then we woke him up hooking the trailer up. That's right. <laughs> there, there are photos. Huh? What? Where Where am I? <laughs> I was. I mean, it was a, it was a great day. It was I mean, a great day. But it was, you know. It was a long day out in the sun. Started late out in the sun. We had no idea where we were going to be. I feel lucky they didn't screw with the trailer or anything. I mean, not yeah, that it's sure. fancy. Well, but that's what we were worried about is if. Mm-hmm. Sure. Somebody broke in, but. The officer was great. He was super nice. Super told nice. us kind of what had been happening. Uh, he basically told you there's no chance you'll find your. No, absolutely yeah. not. And he said absolutely what? Not. It's, you know, two minutes, five minutes. Oh, my tops. gosh. Yeah. You if, know, you, if you, you go online. Roll under their chop chop. You're gone. Yeah. If they know what they're doing. And um, my truck's easy to crawl underneath. Yeah. Not that it's like super lifted or anything. No. But it's, you know, there's enough you can oh, you crawl easily under crawl under a F-150. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, he let us know that that had been happening in the area a bit. And nationally, it was a big issue. Uh, said, you know, well, there's probably no chance that you're going to get it back, which yeah. I kind of expected. Um, but, we'll, yeah, we ended up getting out of there. We got the trailer hooked up, got all the gear put away, got Luke back to his car, and then we started going back. Oh, yeah, we had to run the shuttle. Mm-hmm. That was brutal. We still had yeah. to run the boys yeah. back to get Luke's car at that yeah. point. That was kind of rough. Yeah. And then it was like, is Luke's car okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we were <laughs> all freaked out. Like, yeah. oh, man, yeah. they hit all the boat ramps. Ugh. So I want to add, sure. I have never seen someone be so cool as Joe was when he found out what happened. Hats off to you. I mean, you want to talk about a person who can just step back from a situation and say, all right, this is what happened. What can we do? This isn't going to be helpful to freak out right now. Let's take care of this. I appreciate you for that, Joe. Thanks, guys. Because me and Luke walked up there like, uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) it's, uh, you know, I've freaked out about stuff. Plenty of times in the past, and at this point in life, I'm like, hey, okay, I'm there now. Let's fix too. it. Yeah, yep. No point in worrying about it. Yeah. So we dropped off Luke, and we're heading back. Uh, boys, boys were not awake for very long. As I was driving, Annie was co my co pilot, keeping everybody awake. Um, I think they were awake long enough to tell a joke or two. Oh man. Bacon was and on some zingers. Fire. It was I don't I don't that know if it was happy? just it was that late night slap happy kind yep, of and thing. Just like the whole day with everything that happened. I don't even remember the context of some of this stuff, but it was. I remember we were just dying laughing. It was so funny. I mean, one liners that I still laugh about. Yeah, we still we were talking <laughs> about, about them in the living room. Yeah. While we were having dinner tonight. <laughs> like, where, where did that come from? One of those, like, you just had to be there for the delivery. It's one of those jokes that, like, it's all about delivery. It is. I mean, you yeah, could yeah. tell it now. It probably won't It wouldn't land. No, 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 it would no, just no. be like, mm, no. What? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then it went dead for the rest of the car. And then you guys went out. You <laughs> we were dead asleep. Yeah. 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 We'd, we had to wake Joe up when we showed up to his house, yep. drop him off, and then uh, like Jake back in stayed at my game. house, yep. drove him out to Cedar, and then, <laughs> and then we went to work together the next morning. <laughs> like We shot a vlog. Yep. Thank goodness we opened at 10. Uh, mm-hmm. And then Joe had his, to- uh, his truck towed up, which sucked. Yeah, so that took a little bit of time to figure out because, uh, you know, the distance needed to be covered, and it all worked out, and, you know, it hurt, but not too bad, and the truck runs fine, so it's great, and uh, looking forward to another adventure. 
Yeah, I didn't. I, I wouldn't say straightest way from going smallmouth fishing again. No, no, we're gonna think twice about maybe where we park and choose the I right mean, vehicle. We're even thinking about some of these security devices. Yeah, so uh, I, I did a lot of thinking about that as far as uh, there's a couple of brands. One's called like Cat Security or something. It's an actual yep. like shield. Then you've got ones with like metal bars in yep. them to keep cat wrap. Cutting. And yeah, there's yeah, some yeah. other ones out Spraying there. Spraying them with orange spray paint. Uh, it's I'd, getting. It's getting. Yeah. I mean, we're yeah, we're really City. lucky. In Traverse, I mean, it happened a week ago in Traverse. Did it? Yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, business got hit. Um, but I just elected for not being a bozo and, and lowering my deductible from absolutely astronomical to <laughs> reasonable, and so that's the way that way that I'm going to go, because um, I don't want to pay for the pay for the thing and still pay for insurance anyway. So right. Yeah, but it's not an isolated incident like Matt was saying. It's new, no, new. No, a cop like came and he's like, yeah, this is every day. Yeah. This happens. Yeah. And it's not just where we were. And it's, it's not a cheap fix. Yeah. No. No. It was, not, it was not. It was not. It's especially not for a truck cheap. that's. Yeah. Right. It's a lot. But it's money you could have bought a really nice fly rod with. Thanks or for reminding two. me. Jeez. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> look at the look. <laughs> I, he, and we just, we just talked about this the other day. I'm like. Staring at me in the face. Right, right now, my rod <laughs> is like, I went yeah. from fishing for anything I wanted to, I can fish for six inch trout right now, and that's <laughs> it. <laughs> Got well, a negative five weight. Too That's bad it. you have friends with more fly rods than them they know what to do with. Oh, I know. Willing to lend them to and you. And his name friends. is Matt because Great don't friends. ask me because all mine are broke too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Great times. Just chopping it up. Just chopping it up. Well, I think we'll wrap that one up. I'm excited to go do some more smallmouth fishing with these guys uh, this next year. We're looking, I mean, I think we might get out early this year. Yeah, March, fun. April. I'm willing to do it. We'll get away from the steelhead crowds and see what happens. I, yeah. I encourage all of you out there to go try it. It's so much fun. They fight really well. Think about where you park, though, because yep. it, uh, it's have a mad, plan. mad world out there. Uh, and have a friend that will come get you. Have good friends. Yeah. We got them. Pays off. Yeah, it so. does. Thanks, everyone, for listening to Spooled, the Northern Angler podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode. Um, We'll see what happens. Like I said, we'll have Brian back from Cuba here soon, and we'll get a full trip report. And uh, we'll keep, uh, keep rocking it. So thanks, everybody. We'll catch you next time.